Next Chapter Podcasts. Hey there, sexy. Before we kick things off today, I just want to let you know that even though we only put out new episodes every other week, our Next Chapter Podcast family has hella good shows coming out right now. So you don't have to just like stare into the void, disassociating from your body, from society, from all the doom and gloom. No, don't do that. Do that later. You listen to our show because you love laughing at the weird darkness in our world. So why don't you go ahead and check out the new narrative fiction series, In the Cards. It's an existential romantic comedy about a born loser who takes on fate and changes his destiny in order to win the heart of his tarot card reader. And it features an awesome cast, including Jamie Ann Romero from The Punisher and House of Cards, Layla Robbins from The Boys and The Walking Dead, and Chuck Woody Wooju from Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and Peacemaker. Listen, it's funny, it's weird, and it's definitely worth putting on. Listen to In the Cards wherever you get your podcast and learn more at ncpodcast.com. So by now, you guys have probably figured out the flow here at Indecent with Kiki Anderson. Every other week, we put out bonus content, and that bonus content usually includes extra bits from our interview segments that didn't make it into the main episodes, but were too juicy to tuck away on a hard drive somewhere. Last week, we had two brilliant comedians on the podcast, Natalie McGill and Bill Conway, to talk to us about how to make funny, digestible, money-making content out of the dumpster fire that is our daily news cycle. They were so talented, so hilarious, such a treat. Go check out last week's episode if you haven't already, goddammit. But if you don't mind, this week I want to change things up a little bit because I have two brilliant producers that work on this podcast with me every week. They put blood, sweat, and tears into every segment, the writing, the producing, the, the music. They're just so good. And especially that middle breakout segment that we do every week uh, where we like take the piss out of whatever the hot topic is. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I couldn't do it without them. And last week, the topic was conservative comedy. So if you don't mind, this week we're gonna do a little compilation from the rest of our game, compare and contrast the worst content the internet has to offer. This next article is one that I feel like started as a joke that like the writer heard from their grandpa and they were like, oh, I love this. And then then like realized that like, or, or like did have had zero thoughts afterwards. It's no one needs an AR-15 says person who's obviously never seen the cockroaches in Texas. We got big cockroaches down here, boy. Like, right. It really is like, there's nothing else to this other than that. And there is a funnier thing that, that to base that on, which is the, there was a guy who someone was like, why would you need an air 15? And a, a guy on Twitter responded, uh, like uh, every day I have 30 to 50 feral hogs run yeah. through my yard. Like, what am I supposed to do? So it's like, take it from that. Cause that's a, I love that image. Yeah, this is the best part is like the ending here. I love the, this. The final punchline at publishing time, Mr. Bentley had become a firm believer in civilians owning anti-aircraft guns after seeing pictures of a Texas house fly. I feel like you could hear the person being like, <laughs> after they wrote that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or it's somebody exactly like us, a coastal elitist who's just a conservative who's just like, I don't know, what are these fuckers like? Giant stuff from Texas? Like, yeah, like Texas is, is big. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, yeah. If we put Texas and gun in an article, it'll be in the top 12 on the site. You're like, all right. It also does like nothing to further their argument for guns. It's like, well, so you really don't have anything to shoot. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. This isn't helping your case. Right. There's also, um, this is now we're getting into the weird SpawnCon territory. There's one here that is like crazy how just like blatant it is. It's a, a thing called, is your unborn baby a human being entitled to human rights? 
take the quiz. So you click, you click this link and it goes to a shot of like a, you know, a sonogram and then like a buzzfeedy looking quiz, take the quiz. Are you a human being who is pregnant? Yes. Congratulations. Your human being is entitled to human rights. Neat. And the only other option to the, for the answers for the question is yes. <laughs> so it's like the best part is at the end of stuff like this, they always have this section that says not satire. <laughs> and it's from this, this like message from this pro-life organization. And I'm like, again, struggling to understand like what, like, is this supposed to be a joke? I'm not even saying like, what is it like offensive to laugh at this? Like, what what are we laughing at? I don't understand. Well, that is kind of part of it, right? Because it is just like you a literal different mindset. Like the idea that you would think that that is true is a joke yeah. to someone with like a certain worldview. Right. There's also a really weird one from this. Like this one is, has your baby secretly been watching Jordan Peterson video- videos? And the end, like the not satire thing at the end is like not related to Jordan Peterson at all. It's from this guy who is, I grew up in the Soviet Union and understand the horrors of communism and how socialism destroys an economy. Now I serve as president of the Foundation for Economic Education. And it's like a scam to raise money for like libertarian thought. Like really every single piece of content on this website is in some ways an ad for something. Because like I, um, I also watched like one of their videos and it is literally uh, do this to calm your angry wife. <laughs> Let's just watch it for like 30 seconds. Is your wife being hysterical again? Yeah, that's the like title card to it. Have you ever made your wife mad? Let me rephrase that. Are you married? Every husband knows that feeling. Your wife is mad at you again. And now you've got some hard work to do to fix it. The hard part is knowing what you need to do to smooth things over. But be careful. Making additional mistakes can make things worse than before. Thankfully, the Babylon Bee is here to save the day with a list of surefire things you can do that will virtually guarantee your wife will stop being mad at you. One, calmly explain to her that her reasons for being mad are totally irrational. She'll see the error of her ways and appreciate your masculine leadership. Two, compliment her teeth and neck, like in Song of Solomon. That's all I'm going to show you. (laughs) So it's all basically like, I'm sure all of the things he lists are things he actually does to his wife on a regular basis. And then like, anyway, this sketch is like two minutes. And then it's like the last minute and a half is an ad for like t-shirts that say like, is your wife a bitch or like some shit like that. (laughs) All of their humor is based around their wives always being mad. And it's never once dawned on them that maybe their wives are mad because they're all fucking idiots. If you have to joke about it all the time, what's the truth here? Although it is funny that they were, it was playing an ad for Cirque du Soleil. And I'm like, Oh really? Is that what people for the Babylon beer checking out Cirque? (laughs) It really is like a lot of advertising anti-woke quote-unquote companies and um really this is the most confusing one that i i like just purely could not understand strange increase in volume of congregational singing noted when worship leader slips in old hymn i think that's like a really deep cut level like you're a church goer and this is like a really specific situation to you where like i think the joke here is that like the pastor's boring but it's like this is so indecipherable to like I think anyone 
like other than specifically like they have no desire to appeal to anyone else right like yeah but they also feel like they're meeting a market right they're like oh this didn't exist they're owned by like a guy um apparently and they he, he said they were he was like there's a market for non-cheesy conservative humor so i don't know if they've proven that point but <laughs> do you want to play the clip yeah we i think we should play the clip and then dissect it a little bit okay. just play it from 237 to about five minutes okay let me just share here this anti-meritocracy is all over. Take the Texas border. Millions of illegals already have. Texas is so desperate <laughs> they're joke. installing blow-up in an attempt to harden their defenses. Yep, the nation that defeated Hitler and invented the nuclear bomb is now defending itself with balloons, which will only work until someone brings a safety pin. Bazinga. Oh, man, the, the audience. No laughs. <laughs> the laughter was almost audible. DHS. <laughs> Alejandro Mayorkas had this to say. No, we didn't forget the clip. He, he had nothing significant to say. They didn't even bother to write a joke. It's you, yeah, you can tell it's got like it's like a chat GPT thing. It's got the shape of late night humor. <laughs> but, you know, he only talks if it's the lie about his own personnel using whips to hurt illegals, which never happened. So was this the best we could do? Meanwhile, our nation still produces 2,000 tons of nuclear waste every year, and that's just from the sewers attached to the views bathrooms. <laughs> I know, it's disgusting. All right. Radioactive shit joke. Uh, okay. I don't feel like there was any thought put into that at all. I would actually say you can see the thought put into it because, like, so he was going after uh, Mayorkas, who's the... Uh, the whatever DHS secretary right now. And that's part of like this whole Republican, like right wing disinformation attack on him. That is the beginning of their attempt to impeach Biden because they're going to attempt to impeach Biden over like the stuff on the border. And that's why like all the stuff that um, for like this past six months or whatever, they've been going after him to make him like the target, the first target that they then move on. And they've just started talking about doing impeachment hearings. So I think it's interesting that this is like, oh yeah, let's like get some some of that messaging across in like a video you can send your like racist uncle to be like, ha he got him or you know what I mean? Like, But it banks heavily on assuming the audience knows who the hell he is. I don't think people know who he is. <laughs> I, I don't think people know why he's important. The jokes didn't land. Nobody was laughing. It's a good point though, that it is, it's also for the people who are already like captured by Fox. So it's like, you've watched all the like intense, scary headlines about this all day. Now you're going to switch over to watching the like bad jokes about those scary headlines. And it just keeps you on this like treadmill where you're like always thinking about the same shit, which probably happens for people who watch MSNBC and like, you know what I mean? Like and CNN too. I feel like it's just about 24 hour news breaking your brain. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know if the poop joke got laughs because of like the opinions of the view or it's just like women shitting. <laughs> like, it's so base level humor. Yeah. <laughs> I now there's going to be like an arms race. I feel like, of, you know, DJs putting like the worst things into drops. You know what I mean? Like, I can imagine like mm, 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 
grab them by the pussy. Yes, I've got. Or like instead of Mike will made it, it'd be like deport all immigrants. <laughs> yeah, it does make me think. I feel like we've talked about this a little bit, Pete. But like, I, I, if I was uh, in charge of the Biden campaign, which would be a very different world for a lot of reasons, I would be devoting a substantial amount of money into churning out those like AI generated memes where he looks cool. Where it's like an AI generated meme of like Biden talking about 90s hip hop or like a meme of him like talking about skateboard tricks. And like the joke is like, oh, he doesn't actually do that. But I think kind of like this, it like humanizes him in a way and makes him like silly and not like decrepit. Yeah. Deep fake him onto the body of Tony Hawk is what you're saying. (laughs) Don't deep fake it. Head transplant. Yeah, face off surgery. <laughs> Biden, Tony, uh, Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk becomes president and Biden becomes a professional skateboarder. Hell yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah. Yes. It's a time to serve. It really does make you wonder though, like why isn't his PR team trying to make him look cooler? Like where did that video of him falling off his bike come from? Somebody was dogging him like that. His team's not on his side. That's yeah. true. Subscribe, rate, and review Indecent with Kiki Anderson wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show at Indecent Kiki on Instagram. Follow me at It's Kiki Anderson and email the show at IndecentThePod at gmail.com. Come back next week for more Indecent where NSFW meets LMAO. Did you guys hear about that couple that went on vacation and one spouse murdered the other? In fact, the entire vacation was planned just so that they could make the murder look like an accident. Ah, so like a slaycation. Oh boy, sounds like a fun new true crime podcast to me. On every episode of Slaycation, we'll examine true cases of people who were killed while on vacation. Was it murder? <coughs> or just a horrible accident? <coughs> That's up to you and the law to decide. But either way, if you leave for your vacation in the plane and come home under the plane, you've definitely gone on a slaycation. Join us every week for a fascinating new episode. 911, what's your emergency? But make sure to pack your body bags because getting away can be murder. This is Slaycation. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it. Next Chapter Podcasts.